Hi, friends. Welcome to Spiced Chaos. Yes, welcome. This is an exciting episode. I'm so excited. Yeah, this may be the most nervous that I've been. Um, it's been a while since, um, yeah, I mean, like, I always get like a little bit kind of geared up before every guest, but like right mm-hmm. now I'm just kind of having like a extreme fangirl moment. So, um, you know, people in the community talk about like planner famous and that kind of thing. And I hear that, that term like thrown around, but this person who we're having today, I would consider definitely planner famous. Oh yes, for sure. So, um, Uh, I guess I'm just going to say it like everybody who's already seen the title of the episode knows that our (laughs) guest today is Teresa Collins. And this, this is special for me because like way, way back when I first entered the planning community, um, there were those books um, that were at Hobby Lobby. I think it was, was it American Crafts? Which company was it? I don't know. But I feel like that I had a whole collection of stickers that were made by people other than just the happy planner so I was kind of starting to branch out and I had like an Amy Tangerine and a Dear Lizzie and there was a Teresa Collins one Mm -hmm. and then and I was using those in my planner and you know I'll be honest I didn't know really very much about her and then happy planner did some collabs with her and I was like I know her aesthetic yes I know this name I know how this is gonna look this is gonna be bomb like I was just so like excited for her to, it was like, I already had like a little piece of her in my life. And then like, they kind of added, uh, it just, it just has gotten better. So I'm like super excited today. So I'll, I'll back up and let Caitlin speak. <laughs> yeah. So the first time I was introduced to Teresa Collins was through the Be Happy Box, um, because I didn't come into planning through scrapbooking or anything like that. So, um, when I saw that Be Happy Box though, I was like, Oh my goodness. Because I think that be happy box right before that one was like super bright and it wasn't necessarily my jam. But when I saw the neutral, because like, like a lot of our listeners and Leanne know uh, neutral happens to be my vibe, like neutral was a little fun. And I feel like that is everything that Teresa Collins represents. So I bought that be happy box. I've bought several of her planner collabs and I follow her on Instagram and I followed some things, you know, going on with her family lately. And I just feel like she is so real and authentic and her things are beautiful. So I am so excited to talk with her today. Yes. And, um, before we even say hello to her, because we have gotten like already, we're, we're messing it up already. Caitlin. <laughs> yeah, um, <that's> okay. <laughs> just remember everybody that your host over there is Caitlin from creating in chaos. <laughs> yes. And your host over there is Leanne from spice plans. Yes. We just got so excited about this that we didn't even introduce ourselves to you. So if you, if this is the first time that you're listening because you love Teresa and you want to hear from her, welcome to spice chaos. We're so happy to have you. Um, yes. But we are going to take a, a seat and say hello to Teresa because we're so excited that she's here. Hi, Teresa. Hi. Hello. I am so excited to be here. Hi, Caitlin and Leanne. And thank you for having me. I am over. I'm you, you just like the fangirl. Like, <laughs> I want you to know that I just don't even know what to think about that. I'm just Teresa, but I'm completely humbled and thankful that you would want to interview me and I'm excited to let's, let's talk. All right. Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, we definitely love you here. And I feel like that it's been like a, I I think I reached out to you like a year ago or a year Mm -hmm. months ago and asked you to be on the show. And then, you know, 
everything starts happening in the world and the community and just all the things and um, it just it just never worked out and finally uh, oh my gosh I'm just so happy that we're finally doing this so yeah yeah I completely you know things happen when I say the time is now but it's always when it's meant to be and I hope that what you know I'm my energy. I hope that my energy today is felt that you're able to like, just hopefully just know that I'm so, you know, passionate about what I'm doing and that in some way I can help other people to, especially in your planning, you know, sometimes we all go through those things in life where we just need a little bit of, you know, just spark and to, you know, know that like, Hey, this is, this is important and what we're doing our life and everything we're going through, honestly, it's building us. And so I'm excited to share and I can't wait to do, you know, to just do this and to, you know, I always say have courage, have courage to speak and to share and that always will resonate and speak to someone who needs it. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Perfect. And we do have a lot of fun when we talk on our show. So, you know, just bear with us. We always joke that we're not like the most professional podcast. There's definitely ones out there that have better systems than we do. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But um, we like to start with just a plug. So I don't know if there's anybody in our listening community who doesn't know who you are, but if they don't, could you just take a few minutes to just introduce yourself and tell us where we can find you on the web and all that stuff? Okay. So for those of you who may be new, I'm Teresa Collins. I'm from Hickory, North Carolina. And I, I, you know, your past builds you, right? So I'll just say I had a really, really hard childhood. Um, I, um, was born into a family that did not want me. And um, in fact, it was very, it's an abusive um, childhood I had sexually, mentally, um, physically, the whole thing. And, and I just had a really hard childhood, but through the years um, for, you know, I just had this, this, this building experience that I had to do myself and people always ask how, and I talk about it. I'm an author now. I just, I decided to have confidence and self-love when I wasn't getting it from other people. So I built a business and a brand. I, you know, I remember telling my mom I was going to go to college and they're like, what, you know, you're going to go to college. And it was just one of those really crazy things. So I never thought in a million years that I would own a worldwide lifestyle company and brand and that I would work with companies like the happy planner and Canon. And I I mean, that had be on HGTV and I would be going, you know, and I say these things not as like, Oh, look at me, but as like, wow, I am doing what I, what I believed in. And I, I learned to have self-confidence and self-love and when, um, to make my, you know, you know, when you sit at a table, sometimes you don't feel like you, you belong. I, you know, so I, I build a table. I, I decided I was going to build a table and I was going to have other people feel that they could come to my table. And so I built a company that started primarily as crafting. It was just kind of a fluke, my degrees in t- interior design. And I decided, Hey, wait a minute my love of foundation for design and timeless. And one of the things I am the biggest neutral fan, I love anything that's material, uh, that is minimalistic and that is, you know, that can um, have a presence for a long time. I love things that are just going to be timeless. That's my look. I love 
bold black. I love positivity and empowerment. And what started as my degree in interior design, which kind of led myself over the years, I, I got this amazing opportunity about 19 years ago to design some papers. And little did I know that I was then going to be in Michael's and Hobby Lobby and Joann's and TJ Maxx. And then I, a few years into my you know, career, I should say, um, I decided, by the way, this is my saying, if you feel it, follow it. I had this feeling, you, you guys, that I needed to do more. And I had this vivid thing that I needed to go to New York and I needed to present in the stationary and home show. And I remember when I did it, no one else was doing it. No one. And I just felt it. And I remember telling um, my, my, my team and some people and they're like, what? you're not going to, what do you mean? And I said, I've been doing note cards. I'd already been doing planners and stuff. And I said, why not? Um, and that led me to going to New York. Um, I remember one of the compliments that really touched me to know that I, that, you know, if you feel it, follow it, I followed it. And I remember an assistant to Oprah Winfrey came into my booth and said, I had to stop in your booth. It stopped me in my tracks because you were different and it was beautiful. And I felt like you, I had decorated my booth, my booth kind of like a, a home. And so that led me into even more stationary and even more doing planners. And, you know, when I came into the planner community, a lot of people didn't know I've been doing planners for years. I have been doing notebooks. And then it led into, hey, wait a minute, why don't I start doing apparel and necklaces and jewelry and empowerment box. So basically who I am is a girl that has decided that I will not set limits on my life. And I now speak around the world. I, I write books and I want to encourage other people that have come into this world or are going through hard times to know one rise above it, get up. You can do it. It's going to be hard. You're going to fall down. You may get a bloody knee. You may, you're going to go through hard things, but you can still get through it. You can still thrive and do not let the self-doubt that is out there, social media, whatever it is, the people that should be in your corner, but not tell you, Hey, you can't do this. You shouldn't do this. You're a woman. What do you, how, why do you think you're going to succeed? And all of these things that happen, I'm here to tell you that um, loving yourself, you know, and loving your passion and doing it is powerful. So I know it's a little bit crazy. That was a lot, probably more than you needed to know about me, but I'm a survivor and I'm going to continue to survive. And I want to encourage everyone that's listening here with you, Caitlin and Leanne, to be survivors. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That story is really powerful. Caitlin, I was yeah. not expecting that. Were you? No, that is very powerful. But I love all of the things that you said about like empowering women through your entrepreneurship and, and really learning to like love yourself and find that confidence within yourself, because that's something that Leanne and I um, really work hard on. And we work hard to share that with our followers as well. Yeah. And I love the idea of like building your own table. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I don't want to get like too, you know, too into kind of like the stuff that's going on right now in the planner community, but it's, we've been talking a lot, you know, amongst ourselves about like who has a seat at the table mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. And we also talk about like putting together like your own 
like group of people, you know, like your own kind of, you know, team or squad or whatever of people that are like, believe in what you believe in. And, you know, that we all believe, or we all say, a lot of people say that they believe that everyone should have a seat at the table. But the idea that like you said, you felt kind of like an outsider, um, but, you know, like building your own table and like kind of putting together your own group. Um, I don't know. There's just something inspiring about that. I love that. This is a, I'm a storyteller, you guys, because I feel like in life you can go up and like one thing I've, I've, I know that as a speaker, I want to tell a real story. People can look at their lives and they can go, wait a minute. I that resonates with me. That happened to me or, oh, that's happened to my child. How can I do it? So I was at this event years ago, you guys. Um, I want to say it was probably a good, you know, 12, 14 years ago. And I went to this event and it was the VIP got to sit at this table, right? And there was a lot of people in this, you know, that you would consider kind of famous people, right? So I'm at this table. I knew I didn't fit in. They were, it was a very big clicky group. And I knew that behind the scenes, they probably didn't want me sitting at that table. In fact, I found out later that these same people that didn't want me at the table, that on the outside, everybody was looking and they're like, oh, Teresa's over there. They probably thought I fit in. They probably thought that these, that this was my group, that this was, I always say it's my hula hoop. Your circle is your hula hoop. They probably thought this was my hula hoop, but what they didn't know was about two hours after that happened, the, the people at this table, men and women, didn't talk to me. And a lot of it is because we're all like supposedly supposed to be, you know, designers and all this. But I found out that they had taken photos and was talking negative, negatively about me and it accidentally got sent to me in a text. Oh, no. oh my gosh. I, and I tell people this because in the, so many people think, oh, once this happens, they're going to accept me. Oh, if I weigh this weight, people are going to like me. Oh, if I drive this car or when I have this job, oh, it doesn't matter. You guys, you have to love yourself first. And guess what? I reject the rejection of me. And I say that all the time. It's okay. If you don't want me at your table, that's okay. Cause I reject your rejection and I will build my own table and I will bring people in my hula hoop who, who love me. And cause I, I love everybody. And here's the thing. When you get rejected, when you have people being mean to you, don't waste your time. Do not waste your energy on that and on them. You can love them and say, bless you. Goodbye. And that's what I do. I am going to build myself and others every day. And if I'm around other people that want to break other people or break me, or I just, I reject it. And I go, no, that's not what I, your time on earth is precious, guys. It's precious. Why are we allowing the negativity and the energy and the toxic and the drama to limit us and building us. So if I'm sitting around all day worrying about people that don't like me, that don't, you know, I'm not living my life and you're not living your life to your fullest potential. And I always say, once you love yourself, you love others more because you know, guess what? Your biggest competition isn't him or her. It is you. It is you. So yes, build that table. And also you, 
get those seats. And, you know, that's the one thing I'll say is pull up the chairs for other people. Cause I'm telling you now there's other Teresa's out there. There's other people that need to be welcomed into that table. And that's what I'm about. And so hopefully that, you know, especially I go to a lot of planner events. Well, I did. Um, and I love to speak and I loved afterwards to talk to people and say, Hey, you know what? We're all the same. So many people, they think we're different. You know, they're like, oh, because maybe you've done this in your life or that. We're all, we all crave the same thing. We crave love. We crave acceptance. We crave, you know, human, real human um, experiences that, you know, connections. That's really what it's about. And I've never let any kind of so-called anything that people would consider success to change me. Because guess what? I was thankful for the times I was able to have a trailer in the trailer park, because guess what? I'm still that girl. I have not changed. And I always tell people don't allow things to change you because at the end of the day, you're not taking those things with you. Um, you know, have peace in your life. You know, when you're planning your best life and your intentions, don't allow anything or anyone to, to, to limit you your self-love or your, you know, and so when we talked about the circle, the hula hoop boundaries, boundaries make better relationships, but you have to set boundaries with yourself and how you talk to yourself. I could talk about this all day long because I'm passionate about um, looking at yourself and saying, how can I be better today? Just a little bit better from yesterday. And how can I, in my planner, like I even have like a planner course that I'm doing this year. And I talk about like, how every day are you giving back to yourself and other? Are you serving? Are you building? Are you manifesting? Are you giving gratitude? Are you looking at your life? You know, how are you looking at things? And um, so I, I'm just going for it. I hope that's okay with you guys. No, so one, you're, oh no, yeah, you're doing awesome. great. Yeah, I love it. Like you're, you're, you're very inspirational. And I, I also feel like that that's what we are about in the planner community too, yeah. is that like, bettering ourselves and you know the reason why we write down our plans and the reason why we 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 do the things that we do in our planner is because we want to be more together and more organized and to be a better version of ourselves today than we were yesterday um and you know i i like i love the idea that like you never know when you meet somebody like if they're a teresa like are they going through like if they had a, a difficult life um and if you know there are people that innately feel like an outsider mm -hmm. and I think that it's important especially like as we go into this yeah. not necessarily post-COVID but you know when we go out into like go wild is coming up Caitlin yeah well and I think this is really timely as well because right now a lot of people in the community are talking about like you know PR teams and particularly the happy planner squad and a lot of people are feeling like oh, I've applied like three times. And then afterwards, some people are going to feel a rejection. I think that, you know, like you, like you said, you reject that rejection. And, um, I think a lot of us have been talking about like, you know, we don't necessarily need to be on these teams or, you know, have this validation by this particular brand. Um, if they are doing things that we consider to be toxic or negative and, um, and that kind of thing. So we can, we can, we can do it on our own and we just have to, like you said, keep that love and positivity going. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, I want to go back even further, like into what you were saying, you're from Hickory, North Carolina. 
<laughs> I, I live I live in Charlotte, North Carolina. Hey, I'm coming out to Charlotte like in like a month and a half. We need to meet. It's my sister's 50th birthday, and I bought my ticket last night because you don't really? miss. We'll we do totally it. do. We totally do need to meet because like when you, I thought that I've always heard like a little bit of Southern in your voice, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> so when you said Hickory, I was like, that's so close to me. Well, I have your phone number now, so I'll just text you. <laughs> and, and <laughs> I, we're just talking, Caitlin and you said something and you're talking about like trying out for the happy planet team and all those things. Here's the word came to me immediately that I didn't really think about courage, courage to, you know, accept yourself and to say, you know what, I'm okay. Um, I remember back in the day in the crafting world, there used to be a magazine that was creating keepsakes and my good friend, Lisa Bernson um, had done it. And I remember every year people were trying out, it was called the hall of fame. I don't know if you guys probably don't know about it, but people, it was a big, big deal. And I remember women and men, but especially they were consumed and they'd go, I have to make this team because they felt like if they made what well, I should say, the hall of fame team, it was, they felt like they got it, that that validated, that that validated that they were a good crafter. They were a good, you know, photographer. They were a good journaler. So what I'm seeing here now is I'm going to tell everyone who listens here, please listen. I'm going to validate you right now and say your planner is so powerful. And if you don't make that team, it does not take away anything. In fact, planning should be so personalized to you that it, you look at your plan right now. And I'm looking at the things that I have in my planner. Your planner should make you feel happy. It should make, it should be so personal that if you decide that your, whatever your favorite things is, your planner should reflect that. And I'm telling you now, because I am a brand, please listen. <laughs> a lot of times the reason why you're not making this team has nothing to do with you. Please know that it is a brand. It is like, let's say we're doing a commercial for Nike. Nike has a very specific look, a very specific what they need. And just because you wear Nike doesn't mean they're going to put you in that commercial because they need this specific because they know that they're trying to target certain things. And trust me, I hear from so many people in the planner world, even when they tried out for my design team, a lot of people were like, what? And I, and I'm going to be honest, like, please do not take that rejection personally. And I want you to validate what you're doing because it matters. So my mom died of a, of a um, aneurysm and she died at the age of 52. You guys, I'm 52. I'm 52. Actually, I turn 53 next month. Um, yeah. Next. Um, and here's the thing I perished for my mom. I found her check register. I found notes where she had written things that to me is part of your planning. Where are you going? What are you doing? It matters. It does matter because a lot of times we need to look back on things and go, Hey, I got through that. I'm going to get through this next hard thing. Or you're going to write down goals. People always tell me, Teresa, how do I get it's, it's goals. It's writing it down in your planner. It's being accountable. So 
please have the courage to try out for the team. But also, if you don't make the team, hey, I'm holding my hand. I've done it. I tried out for cheerleading. One year I made it. The next year I didn't. It became a popularity contest. I had to try out. I was not popular in school. I didn't have that. But guess what? It doesn't matter. And I want you to please not stop planning. Please don't think your planner is good enough. Please don't look at, you know, contest or that team as a way to validate what you're doing. Because I promise you, just planning alone and doing it, like I love and encourage you to look at your planner as your personal compass, your personal passion to write down your voice and your, your life matters. And just because you don't make that team does not mean, you know, that you're not good enough because you are. Yes, I wholeheartedly believe that as well. And if you don't make that team, um, you know, like, like you said, build that table for yourself. Maybe find something that fits your aesthetic, you know? Yeah, I, I completely, I, this does kind of become like a rough time in the community. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's something that we may discuss on further episodes of our show yeah. as well. Um, <laughs> but it's just, you know, I, I think that that's like the hardest that's that to me is so hard to just say like okay I know that I didn't make this team but I still need to you know uh, my planning is important and I need to you know feel valid and all this kind of stuff and you know I love that message it's hard to do sometimes like it's really hard like I think that when we see um, talented people in the community that really put their whole heart into this and they really want it you know, that we do see some people, you know, that end up with their hearts broken. And that's, you know, it's sad. And I, um, I, I think that, you know, as women supporting women that I, I, I like the message of remember that your plans are important, no matter which teams you make. Um, but I just want for everybody to know that like, we're here, whether you decide to apply or not. And, you know, just if you need to, if you need to chat, we're here. Cause it's a hard time. Exactly. It is. I- in your planner I reject your rejection and love reject because here's the thing you're going to get rejected you guys it's part of Mm -hmm. life Um, I get rejected still like you know it's part of like sometimes I will send something to a a particular store and they're like oh we're going to pass on that but we're going to get this so I've learned not to take it personal okay yeah honestly I think I the nose make me keep going the no's keep going like, oh, how can I make that a yes? Or how can I, you know, or I just simply go, that wasn't meant for me. That wasn't meant for me. And, and the power of positivity is real. Like love yourself and go, you know what? I am a good planner. I'm doing this. And I, you know, what I do matters. And so, and I'm giving them all a Teresa hug because I know that it's hard because I've been there. I've been there. We get rejected. And And um, if if you do apply and let's say it doesn't work out, you know, this is what I want you to do. I want you to, it's okay to be sad, but give yourself a time limit and go, you know what, look, and then write down all the good things you have, you know, and I promise you it will change your perspective. Right. I like the idea of giving yourself a time. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I applied for the squad a couple years ago and I kind of feel like I did that. I don't think that I like made it intentional. 
like, okay, I'm going to be sad about this for this amount of time. But I do remember kind of being like, okay, I, I think I've been sad about this long enough. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I had a moment where I was like, all right, like, this is really not like, I'm still going to, I'm still going to keep with my Instagram and I'm still going to keep planning and just all this. So, you know, um, well, I do want to talk about like your planner, um, like, I guess your kind of planner journey, um, just the fact that like, you know, like what you do is like, so like kind of deep into our community. So, um, a lot of us know you from the first, you know, be happy box. I just want to say that of all the be happy boxes that have come out, that's been my favorite one. I think so too. I would agree. There were so many like functional things that you could really use and Mm -hmm. no, I just really liked it. Like I just, that one, that one to me, I mean, I was excited when they announced it and I kind of felt like a little bit like, Ooh, look at me. I already know who she is. Like, (laughs) yes, I have my Teresa Collins mug on my desk right now. I'm looking at it. (laughs) Yes. Um, I'm actually packing right now to move Teresa and I, um, put that mug in my keep pile. So, um, yeah, I just, I loved that box and, um, I still have stickers left in the book that came in that box and Mm -hmm. I love planning with them. And I just, your, your style is very beautiful. Um, and I kind of knew what to expect and our neutral loving girls just, I mean, you know, those neutral vertical planners that have come out and there was a big one too. Do you remember that Caitlin? I do. I remember that. Yeah. And then, um, I think that the Teresa Collins be happy box, is that the one that had those really big, like window clings? Yes. It had the window clings and those really like soft pink pastels. Yes. Okay. So those window clings, there's one that says like, you're enough. Yeah. Um, and then there's another one that has a quote and Teresa, maybe you can help me with it, but it's something like, instead of looking in the mirror and wishing you could be someone else, wake up and be her. How does that quote go? I love that quote. Basically, um, and just look at who you really are. And, um, it really, it's a game changer. So I was really excited to do those. We, we, we did like the cleans, um, and, oh, and the tissue in the box, like, yes. Oh, issue I thought was really cool I love that we were trying to fit a hat in um but um it's okay because I I have something coming out that's um you know that's not with the happy box but just because because we couldn't fit everything in there that I'm doing just on my own because a lot of people don't realize I'm my own company I'm on my own but then when I partner with certain companies I like to go with companies that have, um, for example, I should say this, this all happened because I was at Go Wild and Stephanie and I, um, Stephanie just spoke to me and I've known Stephanie for so many years and we started talking and she was like, she had read my book, Live Life in All Caps. And we, we both had very similar, um, you know, experiences and, and things that we'd went through that had defined us and, and, you know, you go through it, you grow through it, hopefully. And, um, I had sent her a message and I said, Hey, can I call you? Can we talk? And this is how the Truth Collins happy planner box and planners all happen. I called her one day and I said, Hey, Stephanie, like, I love the happy planners. I'm buying your stickers all the time. But a lot of times, if you're like me, a lot of them didn't, they didn't, I couldn't really use, which was fine. I would just give them to other people. I'd give them to my grandkids and different things. Cause I'm a very, you know, more simplistic neutral. And I said, I need a planner 
and I want to design it for you. And she goes, really, what do you see? And next thing I know, within a week, um, we had flown out to, you know, our secret meeting there in Southern California. And I flew there and met with Kevin, her husband, her, um, her sister and everybody. And I just went crazy on it. And I said, this is how I envision a planner. And it went crazy. And luckily we had like staples and um, Hobby Lobby and some, some big chains that wanted it. And then we decided to do the box at first. Little did we know that it was going to be one sell out, but that it was going to be such a, you know, so well received, but I knew it because I said, I know there's other professionals or people that, you know, I love color. Don't get me wrong, but I love a planner. That's very, all like very, for me, um, is, is empowering, but is very simplistic in the sense where I, if I go to a meeting, they're not seeing something like, Whoa, you know, that I'm taking professional. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say that, 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 that is definitely true of the planners that you have produced. I have a friend, um, um, our listeners know I quit teaching back in March, but before I left, one of the girls that was on my team at school had your happy planner. Oh, wow. And, um, and like, and listen, this is nothing about like you and your planner, Teresa, Caitlin and I changed planners a lot. Yeah. So, I mean, like I bought them and used them and then switched to something else. Like that's what happens with every planner that I buy. But like this girl had like, seriously, she had been legitimately keeping this planner faithfully since the day that it began. And I was just like, and I told her, I was like, I didn't say I know Teresa Collins because I didn't really know you. I mean, like yeah. we had, you didn't have her phone number then. <laughs> no, I had asked you to be on the show, but like we, we had not, we had maybe like maybe said two words to each other, but I was, but I did tell her, I was like, I, I know who designed that planner. That's what I said. And mm-hmm. um, we talked about it for a little while and she always thought it was cool that I was in this community and she loved the quotes. And that was the first one that you designed. Not that, not yeah. the one, not the one that you have now, but um, the first one and um, yeah, she just, she loved it. And I love to see somebody who's kind of outside of the community using the products too. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because every time we see anybody with a planner, we, you know, punt them down and make them talk to us. Um, <laughs> it's so true. Well, and I know people who have bought those Teresa Collins planners, like stacks of them, like they'll buy every single one that Michael's has just to hold on to them to redate. <laughs> Yeah, because they're worried that like it, it's once they finish it, it's going to go away and it's so yeah. neutral. Now, Happy Planner is doing a pretty good job now with giving us some neutrals. But I mean, like back when your planner first came out, that was one of the first neutral yeah. verticals that we had seen. Right. And um, we could even say that maybe you inspired the brand to do that. Yeah. To put, especially on the inside of the planner, because, you know, the, um, those dividers can often be like lots of different kinds of things, but the inside, a lot of us want to keep kind of neutral. And mm-hmm. I thought it was a really interesting time for it to come out because the Amy Tangerine box had just come out like prior to it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that was so, and I like Amy too, but she's like, so in juxtaposition with your style. Oh, that's the bright one that was before. Yes. Because Amy Tangerine stuff is like rainbows and so bright. And so, so it's just like, there were two different aesthetics that came out like back to back and I loved them both. Like there's no way, um, you know, so it's just, you're so right that like, yes, we love bright color, but you know, when you're in that kind of professional situation, those, those simplistic muted kind of colors are, are really, 
Well, we loved that Be Happy box. And um, we love that you are friends with Stephanie because we like to consider ourselves friends with Stephanie. (laughs) We do. (laughs) Probably not to the same extent that you are, but when you were telling- When you were telling your story, I kind of felt like it was similar to Stephanie's. Didn't you, Caitlin? I did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I thought, I thought that that was interesting. So, um, well, you have a, a planner collab that is happening right now, right? Who are you collabing with right now? This year, of course, 2021, we still have the Trees Collins Happy Planner. We have the 2021 and we will have a 2022 with Franklin Planner. And it was a total, it's gold ring bound. Um, it's completely, I have it in my, um, gold black and my, my blush pink for now. And that keeps selling out. And I always say, because here's the thing with planners, you guys, everyone, like, I'm like you, like, I actually have three planners right now that I actually use every day because I have different things, but I will tell you, like, find the planner that works for you. And sometimes you, it's okay to change. And I've had people ask me, they're like, Oh, Teresa, what's the perfect planner? I said, the perfect planner is the one you will actually use the one that you're going to want to like, I keep my planner. I take it with me. Um, my it's open right now and I'm looking at my planner right now. And I wrote down a quote today that I want to um, share with you. So I'm all about quotes. And so I came up with all the artwork and a little behind the scenes. This is, this is the behind the scenes story. So when I had my when I flew down to the happy planner I call it happy planner land guys and I go um building and so Stephanie said hey I want to introduce you Teresa to our they have an in-house design team right and she goes we're going to take all your artwork and we like to happy plannerize it and I was like okay get it same thing that's what most companies do behind the scenes they'll take your fonts, your looks, you give them permission, you do a contract. It's all good, right? So I remember going in there, Stephanie introduces me to the team and there's probably about 10 people in, in and they're graphic designers in this room. And they're like, hey, this is Teresa and we're gonna do our first neutral. We're gonna do a collaboration with Teresa Collins. And the girls were like, oh my gosh. And I, I spoke to them and I shared my passion and um the, there were they were like we know you we love your look and I said think of bold black white minimalistic sophisticated and then showed them some things that you know and they were all so excited they're like we've never done this we're so excited and energy and that vibration that um vibration was very um contagious so when I'm doing my planners you know with either either the happy planner which I love the system and but I also love the Franklin planner so that's what you know I've had people go what do you use both I go absolutely because what I love about the ring bound and the you know all of those things are different reasons but the same if that makes sense like so um I just want to say that and my goal in designing planners and I I wrote this down to share with you is to vibrate my frequency in my planning. Okay. So vibrating what I want, which is self-love and confidence and letting others know that, Hey, you can do it and to feel inspired. So hopefully whatever planner you're using, is it vibrating your frequency? Is it telling your story? Is it helping you to be intentional with your time and your plans? 
Wow. I feel like that's a really good question, Caitlin, because I, I feel like that's good too. Yeah. And I know a lot of people in the planning community who might have a happy planner for home, but maybe they'll have like a ring system for work or a traveler's notebook or what have you. So I know a lot of people pull a lot of different things in to use for different purposes. And I love that. Yeah. And I, I like, I especially love, um, Instagram feeds where, you know, that people use different systems, mm-hmm. you know, and like, you can see that their different kind of systems work for them. So Teresa, what would you say is your planner lineup right now? Like, what are you using right now and how is it working for you? So I have the Teresa Collins Franklin planner that I use every day. Um, and like you said, it's really, it's really helped me with business because I always say here, here's just, I, I'm straightforward. I needed more from the happy planner because of my schedule. Like I've had four meetings today, four appointments, and I just didn't have the room, you know? So I always say, if you want more, if you need to make more lists, if you need to have, so for me that worked with the Franklin planner. So I use that every day. I also use the happy planner. The happy planner for me is I do three things every day in my planner. I give gratitude. That's why if you see, I I write down what I'm grateful for. I write a quote or positivity or something that went to me um, that inspired me. And I also do for me, I, I do something every day for someone else. And I like to write that down and I plan it so that I'm very intentional with that along with other things. But, and then I have the Teresa Collins. um, I have a whole line of planners on my website and I have notebook planners. I have passport size planners. So I have like notebooks. And so I use those all the time. And so those are, those are my go-to. Those are my go-to. And obviously there's other amazing planner systems out there. And I say, just find the one that works for you. And those are my three go-to, you know, I have notebook planners. I have travelers planners and I actually use those and I'm going on a trip next week and I've already got my planner kind of started for my trip. So Well, you are definitely right in that a lot of us have like multiple books and multiple planners and like, look at us. Like, I mean, like, I remember there was one time that Caitlin embarked on a lineup that had like eight or nine planners in it. (laughs) Well, technically I have, I probably have like 10 technically planners that I'm using right now. Yeah, I know. And when you are in the happy planner system, you can kind of pop those things like in and out. And then y'all know in my Erin Condren world that I have definitely learned how to Franken plan those planners too by uncoiling and stuff. So, you know, making it work for you, I think, um, I like the idea of saying like, what is the perfect planner? It's the one that you will use. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. That kind of struck me just a second ago. I was like, oh, like that's, that's what, because like, I keep buying stuff and trying to figure out like, which one of these systems am I going to be able to maintain? Um, and you know, Caitlin says that she thinks that she's found planner peace. I really feel like (laughs) I'm in my planner peace mode right now. I have zero desire to change up my system. And I think that's great because you know me, I'm still kind of flip-flopping in and out, but I don't like technically need a detailed planner for my life at this moment. So August is when I'm going to need it. So it's like, I still have a couple yeah. of weeks. You need more out. like checklists right now. You need that Teresa Collins notepad from the. Yes, that's, that's ex- exactly. That's, that's really all I need right now is just a place to write down to-do lists. So, yep. um, but I think that's cool that like, you know, you realize, okay, so I have this happy planner and my life is a little bit more complicated than maybe this planner will allow for, but I like it. So I'm going to find some other way to use it. I think there's been a lot of times that I have used those vertical layouts for gratitude and stuff like that. 
And, um, you know, I, I always, I always admire people that can maintain that, that can like take the time every day to sit down and like write in those gratitude journals and people who keep up with wellness and all that kind of stuff. I'm hoping that I can be more similar to that in the future (laughs) (laughs) because you have to make, you have to really develop like a planner routine, you know, like, like also here's the thing, like so many times I hear people say I was planning and then I, I gave up because I missed a day. I'm, um, I have this planner course for this year. Um, one of my guests was Lamika, Lamika, you guys know capital chic designs. Hope. Yes, 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 we do. On her for years and she is as real as they get. And so I want you to know, so she showed her planner it was a zoom. We do a zoom. It's just a, it's a private thing, um, that I've done for 2021. And so she came on as a guest. Um, she was my June, my June guest. So she came in and I said, Hey, Lamika, and we're on zoom. And I said, um, will you show your planner? And she went through her whole planner, um, her system and what stopped everybody, I think, and me included was Lamika had so many spaces in her planner. She goes up, ah, and there were, it was just empty and she'd maybe write something. She goes, she goes, I'm not about that. She goes, she goes, she goes, I don't need a pretty planner. She goes, I need a real planner. And she said, pretty planner. And I was like, wow, are you planning? Cause you just want a pretty planner. Are you planning? So mm-hmm. I want you to, she had, she had so many and she was just showing her pages and there were so many empty spots. And I said, I applaud you. She goes, Hey, this is real life. She goes, I didn't do anything that day or I didn't have time. Didn't do it. She goes, I'm on to the next page. She said, pretty planning is maybe what some people are. She goes, pretty planning, perfect planning. No, she goes, I'm all about, you know, purpose. And I was like, that's me. It's like, what is my purpose? And I, hopefully that resonates with someone. Lamika, you inspired me. I love you, girl. You know that I love Amy Tan. I love, you know, I love Irene. I love everybody. I want everyone to excel and do well. And that's really what it's about. And as a planner community, you know, I cannot wait till we have more events. I hope that people are still doing events. I hope they ask me to come speak or teach or whatever, because I'm passionate about it. Because I feel like if I can just say, you know, one thing is like, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. If you don't plan it, things just don't magically go, oh, this is going to happen for me. No, we have to plan it and then we have to take action. So plan it, take action. And I promise you, you are going to be able to live a fuller life. Um, Absolutely. I, I yeah. love that whole thing about like, I don't want to have a pretty planner. Um, I think that what is so cool about this hobby in particular is that if there are people out there in our community that just decorate their planner and take beautiful pictures and just, you know, and use that as like their artistic outlet, like that's totally fine too. Like if you have a beautiful planner every week and you never write in it, but you keep your plans in your phone or whatever, like I, that's, that's what I think is so cool about it. Like as an art form. And is that silly for me to call it art, Caitlin? Like, is that? No, I don't think so. I don't think that's silly. I, think I mean, it's definitely a creative outlet. Um, yeah. It's not but like I, I'm designing the stickers, but you know, 
I mean, we're putting them down and I've seen a lot of people do a lot of really creative things the way they lay down those stickers. So yeah, I have seen, I have seen some things that I'm just like, wow, I can't believe that they, you know, put that spread together, but it is like such a nice artistic outlet for people. But I think that if I would get that in my mind that like, okay, so this week I didn't lay down stickers, but I wrote my plans and I still got my stuff done. Mm-hmm. You know, that the idea of having like a perfect planner, I need to let go of that. Yeah. I, I, I personally need See, to go. for me I need to have at least a little bit of decoration in my planner because that what that's what makes me want to keep coming back to it I stay so motivated if I'm like oh let me open up this cute page <laughs> but it doesn't have to be perfect and I definitely cross things out I think I was probably one of the first planners on YouTube to actually write in my planner um I know a lot of people will do those before the pens Um, but I would, you know, at the end of my spreads, I'll write in them, cross stuff out. And so I'm all about the real too. Yeah. And I, and that's one of the things, Teresa, about you that I really like is that there is a sense from you, there is a realness to your social media Mm -hmm. and, you know, kind of going back to, you know, everybody having a seat at the table and feeling like an outsider. I think that, you know, in any community that is based in social media, Um, it can be, you know, challenging to feel like, you know, I'm good enough or what I'm doing is, you know, something that people want to look at. And, you know, I like to find planner accounts that only have like a few followers because they're new and they're just starting out and it's fun to kind of see everybody get started. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know how, obviously it's probably difficult right now to have a business that's not, you know a lot of it is founded in social media. So, I mean, like, have you, do you ever, do you ever have days where you're like, where some kind of like comment on social media, like brings you down or, I mean, how, how do you respond to like negativity? Okay. I love this question. Um, I, it's kind of like, I always say, you know, you have this hula hoop in life and whether, you know, and so I'm very careful who I follow and who I allow in that circle because we're human and I do not go that I'll just be honest with you I don't go on the Facebook community groups unless I'm asked to do something or something not because I think I'm too good or not because I think I don't have time it's because I know that it will get into your head and so I'm very careful what groups I'm going to I'm very careful with the things that I'm I'm absorbing because it's, we're human. And if, you know, I remember one time I had went on um, HSN, Home Shopping Network, and no matter what you do, someone's going to say something. And I remember someone sent me a message and they said, you've gotten fat. You know, I couldn't even like, no, cause I was, I was demoing, like, I think it was the Teresa Collins, um, my cut, cut and boss machine. And I got so much good praise. We sold this machine out like twice. But the one comment that got to me years ago was, wow, you've gotten fat. And so then, um, but now I would just say, wow, you're not a nice person because, (laughs) but so I've learned that for me is I, I always, when I'm speaking to people, I'm always like, don't be afraid to hit the unsubscribe button. If you're following accounts for whatever reason. And they may be a great account, but if they're making you feel less than maybe you're jealous and it's human, it's human nature. Let's be honest. It's human nature to feel jealousy and to have things 
But if you're following someone and in you, your sense, then then maybe quiet them or or mute their feed or unfollow them or unsubscribe. Because I always say unsubscribe from things that are not making you soar, that are not making you like elevate yourself, you know, and, and it's okay. And, you know, and so I really do practice that because I feel like it's easy in life to look at, at her and him and go, well, they're doing this. I should be doing that. And instead of like, but when you put all that time and energy and following, say you're following a Kardashian, that's not your life. Why are you investing your time, your precious time, which is your biggest thing that you have in the, on this light in this life to say like, oh, to follow somebody that's not giving anything back to you. So make sure who you're following, giving back. And I'll be honest, I know that for me, you, you go on social media, hopefully to be inspired. We all do, you know, or sometimes we just do it to see like, what is somebody else doing? And so I really tell myself is, you know, there's three things. If I'm following somebody, are they making me better? Are they making me more, you know, a better person? What are they doing to offer that to me? If they're not, if they're making me feel, you know, maybe less than, but also you have to look at it. And I don't follow, like, I, I hate that word competitors, but I follow and support. I don't follow to go like, oh, I want to, you know, look at what they did. And so I always say like, you know, so when I am online, I do my own um, social media. Like I have my, my girl that helps me, but I always write it. Um, and I always post those things because I want people to know it's real and not, you know, I think a lot of people, they use social media one, just to make money. They're like, and I get it because that's how you do it. But when it comes down to it, if you're, if you're online and you want to have a business, people want to know your why. And they want to know that it's real. And some people use social media as just like, hey, look at me, look at me, look how fabulous I am. And that's okay. Those aren't the accounts I want to follow. I want to know the real. I want to support the real. I want to, you know, I don't want planning to go anywhere. I don't, you know, there's been a lot of planner drama that people have tried to get me in in the last few years. Um, oh, Teresa, you shouldn't go to that event. You shouldn't speak at that event. I've actually had certain events tell me that if I went to another event, then they wouldn't have me speak at their event. And it would make me really sad because I was like, but, but I'm just Teresa. I, I'm not, I've never been one to pick sides. I always look for the good in everybody. And that's just something my mom raised me to have is like, Hey, like look for the good. If you want us to find the bad guys, we will, you are always going to be able to find the bad in someone or something or some company. And if you don't agree with it, for me, it's just easier for me just to like spread love, not, you know, no one wants to hear my negativity or probably somebody else's. There's a time and place. And I always say go direct to the source. So if you have a problem with the company or something, go direct to the source. I promise you, you're going to, we're going to notice like, you know, if someone, so hopefully um, that is something that will will resonate with the planner community is that, you know, let's build each other. And I get it. I get drama is people kind of go for that and stuff. But for me, I'm like, I'm going to deny the drama. I'm going to try to like, I, I just figure like life is too precious for me to get involved in things that I have no business to get involved in. But trust me, if you need, if this is part of your, 
your, you know, I'm also, also stand up for yourself. If you are part of something, you know, stand up for yourself. I am definitely one to believe like I'm an ally. I, I had a lot of people come to me and they go, Oh, wow. Like as a company, I'm like, I love everyone. And I, I believe that all people should be able to love how they want to love. I believe black lives matter. I believe in these things and I am not afraid at all to say where I stand on those things. And hopefully it aligns with other people because I'm against bullying. I'm, I'm against discrimination. Um, and that's just, you know, so I will do, you know, speak when I feel like I need to, but also, I also want to do it with love behind that. Yeah. And I think that, um, looking at your social media and like looking at other, like larger brands as well, like I can tell that that is coming from you, that you are sitting down and writing that. Um, and I, there's one moment that really made me think about that was, um, your son was having a medical issue recently and you invited all of your followers to come follow your personal page to support him. And I was like, wow, she's like this big time, you know, planner, famous, like lady. And she's like inviting all of us into her, into her home, basically to, to support her family. And I just thought that that was really, um, a drastic difference from other larger creators. Because, uh, you know, I did my private page, but I always say if someone wants to know my real, like, oh, we went to the mountains and oh, we're doing, I said, you know, you have to ask to follow me because I've had so many people that like, I figure if you really want to follow me, you will ask to follow me. And then I love that. I want that, but I don't want people on there that their whole intention is to like, you know, oh, look at that. Or, oh, I'm going to judge this or, oh, you know, because I just figure like, um, we need to be cheerleaders for each other. And I want people in my, you know, corner, but I want to be in your corner. So it's easy, you know, on, on social media, isn't it easy to say something when you're, no one knows who you are or whatever. And so I always say, be, be who you are at all times in front of people, you know, into their face, but also behind their, behind their, I don't have a lot of friends. I know a lot of people probably go, oh yeah, right. I really don't because I've learned a lot in my life that has helped me to realize that not everyone is, you know, who they say they are. And I'm trying to be a better person. I'm per- I am not a perfect person, but I always, I've learned enough to know that like hurt people hurt people. And I, um, am, I've tried to heal myself. You know, I was widowed six and a half years ago and after 19 years of marriage and I was devastated. I know what it's like to feel like you don't want to go on anymore. And I thought, how can I be happy and positive? And when I'm devastated, you know, and so I just share the real, but not everybody, you know, some people for, for whatever reason, I think when they see people, um, you know, not above my mom said this, I'll just share it. Like, Cause I never think I'm above anybody. I don't, I don't think I'm above anybody, but I also don't think anybody else is above me. Like it, in the sense, like, you know, I remember meeting Rod Stewart at HSN one day and he was the nicest guy. You guys, I don't know if you know who he is. He's, you know, and I've been able to meet like Wolfgang Puck. And then I remember and and talking to, you know, these real celebrities, because I am not a real celebrity, but being on TV. And then I remember one time, I'm not going to say she was a supermodel and she was gorgeous. And I remember she walked through the green room and she looked at me like, who are you, you little peon? And I just was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> but I, 
I go, you're just a person. And I think that's where social media, like, we're just people, you guys. And um, no one wants to hear all negative, but they also don't want to come on and hear brag fest. And my whole goal, and I hope this is felt like as when you follow me, whether you're on my, you know, Instagram and my Facebook, um, is that you don't sit there and go like that. It's all about Teresa, 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 because it's not. It's not about me. It's about you. And if you're following me, I want you to feel your significance when you come and follow me. I, I really like what you said too about like, it's okay to unfollow people. Mm-hmm. And that is something that like Caitlin and I, I don't know if we've talked about it like at length on the show or if we just kind of talk about it privately, but I mean, you know, it, it really can be helpful for your mental health. If there's somebody in your feed that is causing you stress or doesn't believe the way that you believe, like it's, it's really okay. It is okay to do that. Like for your mental health. Mm-hmm. And also I think it's important, you know, on social media and like what we've kind of done on the show is like establish this is who I am. And if you like it, then follow or listen or watch. And if you don't, then, you know, if you're going to hate watch or hate follow, then that's fine too. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, but, but like, like we kind of like people know when they listen to the show that, you know, we believe that black lives matter and love is love. And like, you know, women's rights are humans. You know what I mean? Like all of these things. And we kind of have established on the show that this is how we believe. And you know, there've been times that we've said, if this is not your jam, then you can go. Um, and that's kind of like what you just said that like, if there's somebody on your feed, that's not fulfilling you or that's making you feel some type of way, then it's okay to not look at them. It's yeah. And I think, I think we talked about that during like our body positivity, um, month when we were like talking about, you know, a lot of fashion people on Instagram, um, didn't necessarily look like our bodies. And so we started following accounts that did look like our bodies and we're like, oh, cool. So now are we going to see, you know, these really cool fashion things that we can wear too? Yeah. And, you know, I, I think that, you know, having a positive message and Teresa, you obviously do. Yes. Like your message is very pop is very positive. And, um, you know, one of the things that we have discussed you know, it may be privately in the community or whatever is the mm-hmm. idea of like toxic positivity. Right. And, you know, I, there are times when, you know, you're going through a really difficult time in your life and you don't need to see accounts that just tell you to choose to be happy because you yeah. can't always just do that. Um, but, you know, I feel like that your message to me is more like coming from within yourself, mm-hmm. you know, that, that it's, that it's like, the work is coming from within you rather than from like an outside source. Oh my gosh. It's so funny you say that because sometimes I've struggled with the, the, the companies they're like, this is my campaign. We're going to be this. We're going to be that. And you know, that's not how they feel because I feel like here's the thing. Life is hard. And if I only, you know, life is sunshine and rainbows. And I'm like, no, I want to talk about how you dig yourself out of that ditch. Mm-hmm. Like So like when I'm speaking or when I'm, you know, when I write my books, I get very vulnerable because I'm like, I've been there. Like, I know that there's so many people like me that have like struggled with their weight. They have struggled with their self-worth. They have struggled with, you know, many, many years. I never told anybody that I've been sexually abused by my father. And I came out and wrote it for the first time. And a lot of, no one had known. I had shared it with my husband and my children. And 
Um, I remember when I first told my mom, she didn't believe me. My mom's no longer alive. Neither is my dad. And I remember so many people reading my book and crying and go, me too, me too. And you guys, for years, for years, I carried that. I thought I was dirty. I thought this was my fault. Why, why did would my own dad do this to me? Why? But then I decided, okay, you know what? I'm not going to live as a victim. I'm going to share and tell everybody else that I know that this is not my fault. I know that I'm not going to let it cripple the rest of my life because I'm not going to be angry and I'm not going to be bitter. I'm going to be better because I went through something so freaking hard that tore me up. And that's where I want to, you know, this fake positivity, it's out there, you guys, but be careful, follow people that really are willing to tell you, how did you get through it? How are you doing it? And not just the words, that's fluff. That's that, you know, that's fluff. Like, how are you really like for me, when people talk to me about business, I I don't sit around and go, you know what? It's so easy. Go be an entrepreneur. I go around and I go, let me tell you. It's hard, but if you want help, I will help you. I can tell you, I can give you feedback. I can talk to you about minimum orders. I can talk to you about manufacturing. I can tell you for three years, I didn't pay myself. I can tell you that certain things happen and be real with it because that's what people need more of. They don't need fluff. They don't need to know like, oh, you know, it's, we need more real. We need more people to say, hey, you know what? I failed at this. Or guess what? Hey, as a business, like so, so many people want to show their highlight reels or like, oh my gosh, this was the best thing that ever happened. They don't want to tell you about the flops. They don't want to tell you about the products that like I have where I've gone, what was I thinking to do that? <laughs> that did not work out. But then there's, you know, so it's easy for us to go, yay, look at our successes. But, you know, I remember one of the things I showed about a year and a half ago, I was on a cruise with my sister first time. 40 some years that we'd ever went on just a vacation together. I get in to the elevator on the cruise. My sister's up in the room and I look and I see all the flabbiness on my legs. Cause I had, I think I, at that point I'd lost about 50 or 60 pounds that I'd been putting off for years to lose. And I took a photo and I felt so prompted. I have to, sh- I had to share it. And I was like, I got to share this because you could see that very wrinkly, very, you know, i my legs have never been my greatest feature, but I still love them. I go, dang, I'm so lucky to have legs. I don't care that they're not supermodel legs. They never have been. They've got very close veins. They've got scars. I've had surgeries on my legs um, because of my veins and stuff. And I, I remember putting that on my business page. And I said, I love my legs. I love myself. I am not perfect, but I'm perfectly imperfect. And I was indated with people saying, thank you. Oh my gosh, you showed your legs. And I'm like, oh, you should see the stretch marks on my tummy, but you know, you don't want to see that. But why can't we show more real? Why can't we share our failures and say, hey, yeah, I I thrived. Yes, I rise, you know, rise above, get up. You fall down, get back up. Because that is, we're made for that, you guys. We are made to survive. We are made to be warriors. That's why we fight. And some people give up that fight. So they need those of us who are willing to share. Someone needs to hear it. Well, that is a really great segue, I think, into um, I would like to ask you some questions about your personal life. 
are just kind of, you know, we know kind of about your, you know, your business life and, you know, what you do professionally. Um, but, you know, you've mentioned that you um, are a grandmother and things like that, and that you are um, a widow and all of that. You're very open about that stuff on your, on your social media. So can you tell us just a little bit about, you know, I don't know, maybe like the past 10 years, like what's your life been like? Who are you like outside of the planner professional world? Oh, the, the first thing I always say is family is, has always come first to me. And so my, my business and my career has always been, um, I, I felt led to it. I truly, for me, I believe in a higher power and, and faith. And I just, I really have this, this feeling that like God for me has led me to what I'm doing. And, and it has nothing, I, I've always been like a more spiritual person and that's kind of how I lived. And so, um, my business, I've always, people have asked me like, how did you come up with this? And I go, I just, I've just always tried to every day align myself with listening and being more quiet and saying, Hey, what should I be doing? What, what should I introduce to the world? How can I leave an imprint? So that's how I did my business, but also as a, as a, as a, just a family, as a mom, I always said, you know, my first priority is always going to be family. And so the last 10 years, you know, I wasn't going to share this, but I, my late husband, I loved him so much, but he was very controlling and, um, my family knows this and there, it was hard because he didn't want me to have my company. He didn't want me to do my business. He felt threatened by it. He was a very successful, um, doctor and surgeon and, and he, it was a threat to him and, we had a lot of issues. I went to therapy on my own, you guys. Like I decided like, you know, Dr. Phil one time said, people will treat you the way you, al you allow them to treat you. And I stood up in a very um, hard situation and said, I, I won't tolerate these things. And so, um, and it was hard because I, I grew my business knowing that it was what I was led to do, but it didn't align with my family and my husband, Tyler. And so when Tyler got cancer, um, I remember, you know, we, he, he, it was 17 months to the day that he was um, diagnosed with a very aggressive terminal rare T cell peripheral non-Hodgkin's lymphoma cancer. That's how crazy it is. And that was an awakening. And I remember he said a couple things to me that I'm going to share before he passed away, which was six and a half years ago. He's, he died in 2014, by the way, November 15th, 2014. He said to me two things. Well, a lot of things. But before he passed away, he said, I'm so sorry. I never took you like on a honeymoon. I'm sorry. I never took you to Hawaii. You want to go to Hawaii because he was so busy building his career and trying to be very controlling in life with money, with everything that he didn't live life. Um, and the second thing he did was he goes, I'm so sorry. He goes, I was, you know, he thought I was going to leave him that as, as I got more successful or, and that was never going to be the situation. I felt called to do it. So I, if you feel called to do something, freaking do it. If you're called for something, do it. And that's what I did. And I stood up for myself in, in that situation. It was never about money. Don't chase the dollars, chase your passion. And my kids, I, along the way, they, when I had a show in New York, they were with me. If I needed to go to, you know, I remember going to the year my daughter McKay graduated from high school. I was 
teaching and speaking in, um, in Australia and I remember, or New Zealand, and I took her with me and that was amazing. And so I brought my family to be a part of it. I feel like um, it was so important for me in order to thrive. I needed to have my, my, those I love closest with me. So over the years, I've always, every one of my kids have been with me to trade shows, to hear me speak, to, and even now to this day, when I design new things, I'm the first people I show are my kids. And I go, what do you guys think? And obviously, you know, so I, I've had them very much so connected hand in hand with me in this journey, because I feel like not only is it my purpose, but I think it's our family purpose. Um, after Tyler died, it was really, really hard because I love him. I still love him. I believe that he built me. I believe that by him challenging me and sometimes making, I had to stand up for myself and, um, and that's important. And I set boundaries. And I learned so much um, in business and life. And regardless, I, I chose to stay in a marriage um, because I felt that that was the right decision for me. And I, I certainly don't tell people what to do with their life. And he regretted at the end of his days. He said, why did I try to have you quit something that was meant to be? And now I see the bigger picture and he goes, now I know you're going to be okay. I know that, you know, this, my story hopefully will help other people. And I often thought about that. And so little did I know in 2015, I was going to get remarried that this man would come into my life that I never even thought about remarriage. You guys, I, it wasn't even on my radar. And I'm, met this guy and I remember saying we could be good friends I you know and I remember thinking you know I and I got so much black so much people were like it's too soon you shouldn't do this you shouldn't do that and um, again I followed you know if you feel it follow it and I knew and I knew actually I felt strongly and I still to this day believe that Tyler led Brian into my life and into our family um, and let me tell you, I'm, I'm sugarcoating it. It was not easy. Um, and it was hard and I was still going through a lot. Um, and to this day, I'm very grateful that, you know, what led, you know, me to, I, I just became closer to who I believe, you know, God, what God wanted for me by continuing to go through the hard and to share that hard. And I was in the middle of writing a book, you guys, when Tyler passed away and it was, it was so hard. And so that's why I put it in the book. Um, and so then my kids, like, I, I think the best thing I've ever done in this life for me is, is to have my family. And the one thing is I do not have perfect kids. I don't want you to think I do. I don't, they have challenged me, especially my youngest. And if you're listening to this, Tyler, you know it, I love you. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I, I raised my kids to have one respect because I feel like that is really important and, but to have belief in themselves and that no matter what you want to do in life, we have, you have to believe it because if you don't believe it, it's not going to happen. And so my kids are always at the house. Um, I call my three, I have three girls and two sons by birth. And, um, I always say that my five kids that I gave birth to, I'm like, Hey, they were, you know, God bless me with this because I always wanted to have a family. And 
I was blessed to have these kids that are, they want to be around me and they believe in me and my passion. And so we have grandkids now. Um, Brian um, had four, has four children. Um, and when he came to meet with me, he came from a divorce situation after probably, I think, 23 years of marriage. So he was coming in a whole different situation. Um, I'm coming in still and still love my late husband, always will. And so I was widowed. He was divorced. Um, and we are blending our family. And the first couple of years, you get to know each other. But I can honestly say, I call, I call his children um, my bonus children because they're bonus. There's nothing step about it. And we are growing our family together. And it's actually been hard at first. There's, there's always some hard moments, but we just like, for what it's worth, we feel like it's such a blessing to have such a large family. So that's kind of like where we're at. And, um, I often will bring, you know, have to work and do obligations, but I will still take my kids with me or I will have the grandkids come over and say, okay, I've got to work for a little bit, but then we're going to go. And their favorite thing to do with me, I'm not even kidding, is to go to the dollar store. They love like, how many can we get? I'm like, you get to get three things each, you know, or whatever. And they think it's amazing. And so I always say like, prioritize the things that matter most to you. And for me, you're never going to regret spending time with the people that you love. So I plan it. Um, and I plan those times so that then when, when I have to work, you know, when we have to do the things that, you know, I love to work by the way, I don't even see what I do. Yes. It's my job. Yes. It's my profession, but to be honest with you, I would do it for free. <laughs> I really would. Hey, you have to pay the bills. You have to cover your overhead and your employees and your, all the other things. But at the end of the day, I'm so passionate about it. And so I've included my family in on that passion. And I really think that's why I feel like I'm thriving. Well, I have to just, and Caitlin, I know that when you were listening to her talk, like you knew that I was going to have to bring this up. Like I can't, I cannot, you knew, you know, I cannot avoid it. it. Um, (laughs) Listen, I'm feeling like bringing this up. So I, I love your story of blending your family. Um, nine children is like unfathomable. (laughs) That's a big family. What a blessing. That is amazing. Um, so about, I guess it was a little over a year ago, my husband and I separated and, um, I have two children and a few months after my husband and I separated, I met someone else and I am getting ready to move in there and we are blending our family. So like hearing you say like it was hard at first and things were not easy and just like, I, I totally kind of relate to that story. Now I do not know what it would be like to be a widow. I'm so sorry that that happened to you. But, um, but you know, the blending of the families, you know, I hear you saying like it was hard and you know, but we're so like thankful. Um, I I'm kind of feeling that too, that, you know, you do kind of feel led and you can kind of feel like when you're doing something, that's the right thing for you. Um, even when other people in your life might be saying it's too fast or it's too soon, or there's always somebody in our lives that's going to have an opinion about what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, like I have definitely gotten some of that too with it, you know, me making this choice as quickly as I did after my husband left, but you know, I feel like I'm doing the right thing. And it sounds like, you know, you kind of were led and knew, you know, that what you were doing was right too. So I thank you for sharing that story. Um, 
it was helpful for me, for me personally. <laughs> I know that not everybody's in the same situation that I am, but um, do you have any advice for blending a family? <laughs> so the first thing I want to share with you and hopefully someone else is like, when we make mistakes in life, you know, when people, they're, they're so nice and they're so well-intentioned, like you're making a mistake. You shouldn't do that. You shouldn't quit your job. You shouldn't get in that relationship. You shouldn't do this. I always say, please allow me to make my own mistakes because that's where we're going to learn and grow. I don't think it's a mistake. And I knew it wasn't a mistake, but I also said at the end of the day, when someone makes a mistake, whether it's your child, whether it's you, whether it's someone you love so much in your life, you have to allow them because they're going to learn from it. They're, it's going to affect them personally. It's really, yes, it may make you sad, but allow the people that you love to give them grace to learn from their own mistakes, especially when they're old enough. I'm not talking about little kids. I'm talking about when you're old enough and you're an adult and you're making decisions. We need to support people because especially when people feel that they need to do it. Now, here's the thing I would say is love. Now you're going to go, what, Teresa, that's so, what, what are you saying? Love. Think about every time you've had a hard relationship with someone, you get angry. Sometimes you may feel resentment or jealousy or anger, but I think what really helped Brian and I was, I said, you know what? I love you and I love you enough to sometimes, you know, during the hard times just to, you know, allow myself to love more. Or sometimes I had to take a break and sometimes I had to go like, okay. Um, and I'm just gonna be honest. Like it was harder for, I think his kids because they were coming from a divorce and it was hard for my kids in the sense where they're like, Brian was amazing. He did not do not try to go and parent anybody else's kids. Trust me, <laughs> trust me, unless they're really little, you know, if they're way little and you have to say, Hey, don't touch that. Hey, I get that. But um, when Brian came in the picture, my son was, my youngest son, Tyler was 16 and he was a handful and he was really struggling with his dad dying and he was angry at his dad. He was angry at me and he would say some really negative things to me. And I remember Brian one time just said, oh, you don't know how bad I wanted to just say, don't talk to your mom that way. He wanted to, but he said, I just remained silent because I knew at the end of the day, this was the battle. You had the battle. And I remember I said to my son, I said, I will not allow you to talk to me that way. And I walked away and Brian didn't say anything. So this is the thing I would say is if possible, allow yourself to fight the fights that you know that you need to fight and the rest of it, just, you know, pick your battles, pick your battles. And most of the time, my husband always said this, sleep on it. And then the next day, and, and that's really going to help you. Um, and, and just like, you know, try to know, like it's, it may be hard at times and I guarantee you there's going to be times when you're like, Oh, this is a little hard, but just look at the bigger picture. Look at the love you have for him. Look for the love that you have for her. Look for the bigger picture. And, um, I, I, I knew that sometimes, um, things were said, from the kids that were, because they were hurting, but even though it seemed like it was directed at me and maybe it's directed at you that we can look back and go, Hey, wait a minute. It's okay. Um, they're hurting. And, 
and to allow a little, you know, a little bit more understanding. So hopefully that will help a little bit. And, um, but don't give up, you know, that's Brian and I were like, we're not giving up. We love each other and we know that we're supposed to be together. So this will all work out. Wow. That's, I feel like you spoke right to Leanne's soul. I feel like that's <laughs> what she just needed right now. <laughs> I know I'm over here, like try not to cry. Um, <laughs> because like, this is so exactly like what I'm going through in my life. And you know, there's just the issues with like, how are kids going to get along and how are kids going to be okay with this? And neither of us, my, um, new, what do I call him? Caitlin, my man, man friend, friend. <laughs> my man friend, um, our kids are not little, they're not like little, little, but our youngest is seven. So there is definitely some parenting that will need to go on, but you know, I like the idea of, you know, the battles that he needs to fight with his own are his and the battles that I need to fight with mine are mine. And like, he can be there for support and advice. Um, and I can do the same for him, but like, you know, understanding that like, those are his kids and these are mine. I think that's kind of important. Mm -hmm. One bit of advice that has really helped me. I remember I got a text from Brian's ex-wife. We were married for about three days at this point, And she said, Teresa, blah, 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 blah. Don't you dare do this. She was afraid that I was going to like, she was like, don't put my kids on social media. Don't do this. And she was giving me all these rules. So guess what I did? I did not respond. And I have to this day, six and a half years later, I have not sent her a message. No emails. There's no texting because guess what? I am not their mom. I am. And also like, I just felt like I knew it. And so I, I tell people a lot of times I see the moms and moms fighting the dads and the moms and they're going at it. And so I felt, and this again, this was a personal feeling I got that worked for me. I'm not saying it will work for you, but I was like, wait a minute, this isn't my battle. Like if you choose, take them up with Brian. If this does not involve me, I'm, I literally am doing nothing but marrying this amazing man. And I will tell you, Sometimes people want to have that conflict and, the, you know, and I decided and I, I put firm boundaries and I was like, it's not because I hate her. It's not. I was like, you know what? Like for me, this is your relationship with my husband, which is your ex-husband. So and we kept the peace that way. We, I've never responded to any kind of and there, this person did try to text me several, several times on different things that was could was conflict was things that wanted to and I was like I do not engage and I didn't engage and guess what it's great now so I never got involved in my oh the best thing so um Brian's kids even told me literally a month ago his um daughter told me she goes you know what I love about you Teresa I said what she goes one you're like the best bonus mom she goes but you've never fought with my mom she goes never one time and I said, because I refused, I said, it may have seemed like I was, I said, no, not my battle. I could not take on that. I'm you no. Know. And she goes, I love that. You don't talk about my mom. You never made me feel like I, you know, and I said, so that would be my advice too, is, is even if you're angry, you know, have that private conversation, don't get your kids involved. Right. I think that's great advice. Yeah. I think um, so too. Yeah, I really do. And, you know, up until this point, you know, and Caitlin, Caitlin and I always talk about like how 
our hope for me and my situation is that like my ex and my new partner will get along and then I'll get along with his ex and that all of this stuff, you know, that, but you know, so far we haven't had any reason to interact with each other. Um, so, you know, I think that that's good advice that I'm just not going to engage in argument with the ex. I think that that's, that's solid advice. I, um, I don't know if I would have thought about that. <laughs> until you brought it but up, I don't so. think you would have also like I don't think you would ever talk about the kid's mom in a negative way or fire back at her I really don't think you would have ever done that should there be a conflict no and the other day when I was over at his house um one of his sons said something about their mom mm-hmm. and I just you know I just kind of let it go like I did not engage in like you know, we're not going to talk about your mom, you know, like I just did not even engage because that was just, that's not my place. That's not. So, you know, it is kind of like when you're blending a family, kind of a slippery slope, but, um, I want to take a quick turn and ask you, do you have hobbies? Let's take, let's, let's change, let's change the, the subject a little bit. Do you have hobbies outside of planning? Like, what do you like to do outside of like the design and creative aspects of your life? Okay, so I my my biggest hobby honestly is one traveling. Huge, huge for me because my late husband and I just didn't do it. It was always me for work. I was going all over the world by myself. So traveling with my family, planning trips, but also the interior designer me. Like I love to design and um not just products and stuff, but I love to do things like for the house on decorating so I'll get my hobby is like going to stores and like going oh this would be awesome or creating things like that um I definitely I photography is a huge hobby of mine take photographs all the time and I like to I um then will print them out and I will then display them give them to people decorating like um Brian's bonus my bonus son Brian's youngest son is getting married in October and they asked me if I would like decorate for the reception, all the tables and stuff. So that's my kind of hobby is like making things pretty and um, going to movies. We love movies. I guess I, I just anything like that. I wish I could say I was this fitness person that I exercise a lot. No, not me. I love the mountains. I love going to the mountains, but I'm not a big hiker. I just like to be outside um, beaches. Love that. So yeah, so that I'm just kind of you know, I don't, I love to read. I don't get to read as much, but, um, that's a, that's a hobby when I, when I make myself, you know, shut down a little bit more. Well, I, I love, I love the idea of, um, you know, traveling with your family. I think that that is, um, you know, it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to travel with your family. (laughs) You almost need like a vacation from your vacation. (laughs) I think that sometimes that can happen. Um, Okay. So did COVID change things for you? Like, did you, you know, your hobbies, your family, your work, like how, how did, how how did all of this stuff that's happened in the last year, like how has that affected your, your daily life? Really hard because I've lost people that I love personally. And, um, so the deaths, um, I had a daughter that had a baby and I wasn't able to go to the hospital with her, which normally she has me there with her. I wasn't able to hold the baby afterwards because we were so worried about COVID. She had a baby in March, as you can imagine, um, in 2020. And um, my business, I had, I was literally flying from speaking at PlannerCon the very next day to go to Good Morning America. I was on the Teresa Collins 
was the steals and deals of the day with like Michael Strahan and that got canceled, literally shut down. And so instead of flying to New York city and, and, you know, good morning America, I was flying home and um, I'm just a straight shooter. We had probably six figures of merchandise and income uh, or, you know, all lined up to sell live TV and, you know, the steals and deals and that didn't happen. So we had to really, you know, pivot and go, okay, redirection now. Everything went online and all of my speaking engagements canceled. Um, a lot of purchase orders canceled. I had a lot of things going into some like, you know, stores that, you know, that are vital. And so we had to switch everything online. And so I am not going to lie. There were months we thrived. And then there were months that we were like, whoa, this is scary. And I'd be like, oh gosh, what's going on? Um, yeah, we've had some bad months, but then we had some really great months, but I am positive it is looking up. So um, it's going to look up and we're going to be out there. So it's all good. It's all good. Well, it definitely is looking up. Um, it is. Yeah. Things are feeling more positive with, you know, the numbers are going down and more people getting vaccinated and all of that good stuff. So I'm with you. Yeah. I, I can't believe that she had that baby in March. I mean, March, 2020. Oh my gosh. Like March, 2020 was like the craziest time. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, you're not the first that I've heard say like I had a, you know, somebody had a baby and we didn't get to go see him. That was, that was like some of the hardest parts of it. I think for a lot of us was that we didn't get to see family for so long. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, yeah, it is, it is, you know, obviously starting to look up even family that's close. Like my parents live five minutes up the road and they know where we are, but they couldn't come here and hug us and do all of that. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad that things are looking up and, you know, it's interesting to hear it from the business side. Yeah. Like, you know, this appearance on TV got canceled. So all this merchandise that was earmarked for that just kind of sat there and like, wow, that's really interesting to hear that kind of stuff from like the other side. Cause that, Mm -hmm. I mean, there are still things that are hard to get your hands on now um, you know, because of COVID and everything, but yeah, things do kind of seem to be kind of ironing out. Um, we're trying to buy furniture right now and furniture is really hard to buy. Um, Mm -hmm. like everything is, you know, is kind of backordered and they're having trouble getting furniture put together and stuff like that. But, um, it is good that we're kind of starting to see some better numbers and people are getting that vaccine. Mm -hmm. So true. So Um, true. It's, it is interesting to me now though, that I'm reading articles that are saying, most of the people that are coming into the hospitals with COVID now aren't vaccinated. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Isn't that interesting? So, so crazy. Yeah. So, you know, if you're still out there and you're on the fence about it, um, maybe go get that shot. Um, <laughs> I did. I did it. <laughs> this is your little PSA. Yeah, um, exactly. My so, husband who is like the most crunchy granola hippie kind of guy. Doesn't really like going to doctors. Doesn't take medicine. He went out and got his vaccine. So I know I was so surprised by that, Caitlin. I know <laughs> me, too, me too. I am so I'm thankful. I know. I <laughs> okay. So we have come to a very special time on the show. Do you know what time it is, Caitlin? I know what time it is. I'm excited. Okay. So it is currently page time. So one of the things that I remember about my first Teresa Collins planner is that it had it currently page. Do you remember that, Caitlin? I do remember that. Yep. So Teresa, do you know what we're talking about when we say currently page? 
No. Okay. So like at the beginning of every month in the planners, you know how there's oh, okay. like a page yeah. and sometimes there'll be like a little section on the page that asks you like what you're reading, what you're listening yes. to. You can just kind of jot that down. Okay. So we kind of do that with every guest that comes on our show. We want to hear okay. about all the things that you're doing right now. Okay. So I know that I sent you the notes like what, three hours before yep. this? So yep. Yes. You may not be ready to go, but we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right I'll do it do you want to jump us off Caitlin yeah let's do it so what are you reading right now Teresa are you reading anything oh my gosh I'm reading a book called empath <laughs> nice yeah so just like it's about like um feelings and I just you know it it's kind of one of those things like I don't consider myself like, oh, you're such a caring. I just feel like I, I, I have feelings very deeply about things and I'm all the time trying to figure out how I can set good boundaries with myself and others so that I'm not taken advantage of. So that's what I'm reading. I need to pick that one up because I don't know what it is. I also feel very deeply that I can walk into a room and I, I can feel other people's feelings. Yes. I sound a little weird, a little hocus pocus. I know. We're, I really yeah, I get it. Yeah. I'm going yeah, to check that out. Hey, I can send you the link. All right. That sounds great. <laughs> Empath is one of those words that like people, when you, when you call yourself that people are like, yeah. oh my gosh. And they yeah, like, I know. That's why eyes. I don't want to call myself that. I'm just reading the book. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I really do believe, um, you know, Caitlin, as long as I've known you, like, I do believe that you have some of those qualities. Yeah. I'm a little, I'm a little on the, I can read everybody's feelings. Well, and it makes it a little hard because I am an educator. So if kids are having a hard time, you know, I, I tend you to feel it, you on. know it. It's yeah, hard, it's so yeah. hard to be a teacher and be an empath because when you absorb all those feelings from a whole classroom, like it can be exhausting. Oh yeah, yeah. my own kids when my teenager is having a hard time. My daughter is thirteen right now, <laughs> so I'm feeling a lot of feelings in our house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so what are you planning? Are you planning anything fun coming up? Any events or anything? What are you planning? Um, yes, I have a September event that I do every year in Park City. And it's just a a creative, it's called Create Your Story. And so you can either come in person or come virtually. And so that's what I'm working on right now. It's a lot, so I love it, so. Oh, that is a big deal. Yeah. You said that you were doing the, um, the decorations for a wedding? Oh yeah, we have a wedding come up. Um, My oldest bonus son, Parker is started medical school like this week. And so we're going to the white coat ceremony, which I've never been to one before. So there's so much stuff going on. It's just always good stuff though. It's good stuff. Oh my gosh. Caitlin, can you imagine if Teresa Collins decorated your wedding? (laughs) I might die. die. (laughs) That's like my dream come true. Like getting married soon. Okay. Um, what are you watching? Are you watching anything good right now? Yes. My husband and I are watching manifest. Um, and I'm really sad because we just started it and someone told me it got canceled. So, but we're just, we're just into first season and I'm loving it. You know, that's one of those ones that pops up on Netflix for me all the time. And they're like, Mm -hmm. Hey, watch this. And I'm just like, Oh, I can't start something new right now. Oh, you have to be in the right headspace to start something new to like invest your time with new characters. I feel like, yes, yep. (laughs) I get it. 
I sit down and think I'm going to watch something different today. And then I just watch The Office. Or Malcolm in the Middle. Or Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Have those ones that I always watch. But you know what? Uh, you know, listeners, everybody just hear me out. I did watch two different series this week that were new for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to just like take over for a second and say that I am, was, am currently watching Mayor of East Town. Have y'all heard of that on HBO? Yes, it's so good. Is that the one with Kate Winslet? Yes. Uh So good. Okay, so I was watching SNL a few weeks ago and they did a skit on SNL where they were making fun of the show Mayor of East Town. And I didn't really understand the (laughs) jokes because I hadn't watched the show. Yeah. So then I started watching the show and about 15 minutes into the first episode, I paused it and I went and watched that skit again and it is dead on like okay, I gotta do it they do <laughs> such a great job parodying that show um, but no mayor of east town is very very good and mm-hmm. then i i finally got around to watching the second season of big little lies oh okay do y'all know big little lies with nicole kidman and reese witherspoon laura dern i don't think i've seen that one i haven't seen it but i've heard of it okay well i i had finished season one like a year ago and then season two came out and I just never paid attention to it. So I watched that this week. So I'm proud of myself for branching out from the office. And, well, and we have married at first sight coming back. If you need your reality TV fix. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes, guys. If you are into married at first sight, just know that what is it? July 21st is the premiere. Yes, July 21st. Mm-hmm. We are going to be watching it. Yep, oh my gosh. Yes. I love it. All right. So what have you been eating lately? You have any cravings oh, or anything? Um, I'm doing um, low carb because I gained weight during COVID. And so I was like, more so I just wanted to feel healthier again. So I was eating sugar a lot, um, like candy, like pink Starburst are my thing. Mombies, is it Mombi? All right. I think it's, I love those. Anything chewy and yummy and sugar. And so I was eating a lot of sugar. And so I'm doing low, like, you know, like, I'm trying to do like lettuce wrap burgers and just trying to be more healthy that way. So yes, I'm on, I'm going to lose that weight so that I can gain it back on my next vacation. So there you go. <laughs> yes. I'm also doing low carb. I'm doing a low carb thing right now too. So Yay! I how many days in are you now, Caitlin? Um, well I had, oh my, okay. So this might be TMI, but I just got my cycle. So I had one day where I like was bad, like the day before I got my cycle, I, I could not help. I, I feel like I was like asleep eating or something like that. So, but now I'm back on again and I was on for like five days. So I'm kind of new starting it, but we're, we'll get there. Well, I have to commend you though. If you can take a day off and then hop back on, that's hard. Yeah. I had I to, I had to. Yeah. That's the hardest thing for me because I'm always thinking that I can do that. You know, when I start like a new eating plan, I'm like, oh, I can just take a day off. And then the <laughs> day off turns into two weeks. Like, I know it really does. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Especially with COVID and all the snacks just at home and all the things. Oh, <laughs> for real. Working from home has been really hard because mm-hmm. it's easy to just say, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Oh, I'm bored. Let's go eat. Exactly. Yeah. My mother came over to my house yesterday to help me pack up my kitchen for the move. And I opened my pantry and she was like, what is wrong with you? (laughs) Why are there so many snacks in there? And I'm just like, well, I mean, it's just me and the kids here. (laughs) I get it. She, she, um, pantry shamed me. She did. (laughs) I love it. Oh, that's so good. Speaking of loving, what are you loving right now? 
Oh my gosh. I am loving. Okay. You can't see it, but I'm loving. I've got these nails that I started during COVID and, um, they are, they're DIY nails. So you can wear them and reuse them over and over. So I've been doing my nails myself for over a year and I'm obsessed. So I did my nails all white yesterday and they're perfect. And then, you know, then you, the glue, it's the magic glue of these nails. And so I, I, I told my daughter is my nail dealer because I'm addicted and I've got them in every, I probably in the last year, you guys, I bet I bought 60 sets. It's a problem. So I'm loving nails that I don't have to go to the salon to have done. And they're better than my salon nails. So that's it. That's it. I'm loving it. Wow. Well, do you want to push the brand? Do you want to tell us who it is? Oh, okay. So (laughs) it's my daughter, Taylor card. Um, I have to send a link if anybody's, but it's, it's with red Aspen and I, you can, find my daughter Taylor through me and I know I'm out Aspen. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I love them. It's, uh, it's what I love. You really can use them again for real. Oh yeah. Yeah. For real. Like the, oh, wow. I've even got on nails today that I just put on that I've used before. Cause you can reuse them and they're all of like $12. So, you know, so the, it, I just found that like they work for me. They even have pedicures. And so I'm loving it because as a busy person and as a planner, let's talk about it. Your nails, you want your nails to look cute. Mm -hmm. So, so I'm loving that like love for, and some people go, Oh, you talk about these nails all the time. Do you sell them? I'm like, I don't sell them. I even made my daughter. I'm like, you got to sell these nails to me. You got (laughs) to, you know, sign up so that I can just get nails from you. And so that's been fun. Oh, that is fun. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. Um, okay. So are they like, I'm just curious, like, are they like press ons? Yes. Yes. So you literally, you put this glue on it's the, I've never seen glue like this because I've done press on before and they come off like 30 minutes later. So the glue is magic. I don't know how they formulated it. And then you put the nail on and then you just hold it for like 10 seconds. And then it literally like, I mean, there's been a couple of times when I've like been doing something kind of crazy and maybe I could pop a nail off after a week or two, but yeah, like mine will say three weeks. I know most people they'll say like two, but there, it's good enough too, that you could just, it doesn't damage your nails underneath. Cause that's important too. So I just, um, it, it, it happened during COVID because no one was going out. And, um, I had a friend, you probably know Christy Tomlinson. She's the one who sent them to me. And then I kept, and so then the next thing I know, I introduced my daughter to Christy. And so she, you know, signed up to sell them with Christy and I'm like, okay, we got it. So it's been great. <laughs> so you glue them on and then you can take them off and use, I'm so curious. About yeah. I could buy some. I'm so yeah. curious about this. Yeah. And, and Hey, afterwards, you know, I, I'll, I'll send you the, I'll send you the link. Cause I'm telling you life changing planner girls or guys, whoever wants <laughs> to wear pretty nails and they have like glitter and I have gold glitter ones. I have pink, all pink, every color you can imagine. I I'm personally going to support this company because I love it so much. And I believe in it because I'm not that person that will say I use something or do something if I don't. And so I love my nails and I just, it makes me happy because I'm all the time, you know, writing and planning and doing those things. And so it's really fun. And also I like it that, you know, sometimes when you show your nails in your planner, if you, if you're, you know, taking photos, I don't mind like showing me holding my planner now because my nails look cute. So, wow. Well, I, I'm very curious about, cause I use the press on nails from impress. 
Oh, okay. I have, I have good luck with those. I know that some people say like they pop off quickly, but I mean, I do occasionally will put on a a set that lasts me three weeks. Wow. That's good. I used those all through the pandemic. I'm back to going to get my acrylics back on now, but I did use the impress ones too. And I liked those. when When I peel off an impress nail, there would never be any using it again. No. Oh, yeah. These are, you can use them over and over. And what I do like for me is like, just, I, it's hard to find the time guys. Like I go, okay, I can either go get my nails done or I can, you know, watch, you know, something on TV that I'd like for an hour. So I've, I've, I've gotten lazy. I'm like, I just want to do it at home. I'm watching my favorite show. So yeah, that's the way I am. I, I spend about 20 minutes on mine, you know, taking off the mm-hmm. old ones and putting on the new, it takes me about 20 minutes oh man but I like I do like the thought of like being able to use them again I think that's cool oh yeah it's nice okay so what are you dreaming right now do you have any big goals (gasps) like oh yeah I I've been thinking of I want to do I haven't figured it out but my my thing is I'm doing I do a Teresa Collins empowerment box and I'm trying to figure out my 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 dream is how to one, make it bigger because I believe so, so much in empowering people and like just having, you know, every, cause I do every two months, I want people to get the box and go, wow, I matter. And it helps them, but I'm thinking of a way to somehow make it to expand on that. That's all I'm going to say. I'm wanting to expand on that whole program, you know? So that's what I'm believing in and working on. Oh, well, I look forward to seeing that in the future. Yeah. Thank you. I'll look forward to that too. Thank Um, you. Okay. Perfect. So then let's see. The next one is feeling. Ooh, let's go deep. How are you? I'm feeling so happy. Just so happy. So grateful. Um, I'm a, I'm, I'm just one of these people that I'm perpetually like looking for the positive and the happy. And I just feel it. I feel like, um, you know, it's a choice and I'm just, I feel it. I feel happy. And I cannot wait to get back to connecting with people in person more, more. So that's how I'm feeling. Oh my gosh. We feel that too, because we've got, you know, we, we have, we know that go wild is still a few minutes away. Yes. (laughs) We cannot stop talking about it because we are all so ready to like get back out there and see each other. Exactly. Agree. No, we are feeling that with you. Mm-hmm. Um, are you listening to anything cool right now? What are you listening to? Okay. Don't judge, but I'm re- I love machine gun Kelly. I don't know why. And I love country music. So I listen to that. And I'm also listening to, um, like I just listen to country every day too. So between like, I'm that girl that I'm listening to machine gun Kelly and listening to country music a lot. So <laughs> So Machine Gun Kelly, is he the one that's with Megan Fox? Yes. I love his music. I know it's crazy. Uh, you know, They're, I've never heard it. I'll be honest. Like, I don't think I've ever heard it. Um, y- you probably the, have. They are the most unusual couple. I, I, it's not him. I don't know anything about him personally, but I love his voice. Just like for some reason, I like Jason Aldean's voice. You know, I, yeah. I like Tim McGraw's voice. I like, you know how you get, you know, these things like I'm definitely, I love music. And I think for me, um, I clean to music. I work out to music when I work out, which is not often, <laughs> but um, I definitely like, I love things like that. So yeah, Machine Gun Kelly, don't know much about him other than 
that is a different you're right that is a different couple yeah they mm-hmm. are don't you think caitlin they're kind of different. i agree yeah they are every time i see them together i'm just like why though like what <laughs> yeah i don't know i mean i mean if you really look at his face he is a good looking younger guy right I've and she noticed. is absolutely <laughs> stunning and gorgeous, but they just don't seem like they would fit together. But who knows, you know? Yeah. So know. we can't know what's going on inside somebody else's relationship. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. There's one more, Caitlin. Okay. And I think this is Leanne's favorite always. Um, <laughs> what are you drinking right now? <gasps> Diet Mountain Dew every day. I'm addicted. <laughs> oh my goodness. My thing. <laughs> if you're from the south it's you know it reminds me of diet sundrop and they don't have diet sundrop anywhere but in the south believe it or not so i i switched to diet mountain dew when i moved out here i live in utah now wow so yeah when you said diet mountain dew the first thing i thought of was sundrop yep sundrop (laughs) is very similar very similar yeah i don't know if i've ever had a diet mountain dew oh it's so good so good And they're making everything in zero these days. I've seen like, oh yeah, zero. zero. I I, Mm -hmm. I love Coke Zero too, though. I love Coke Zero. I'm that girl that likes Coke Zero. So do you drink wine or do you have any like alcohol? I don't, you know, and and, uh, people always go, oh, is that because of religion? I go, no, it's because my dad was an alcoholic, raging alcoholic. And I always said when I was little, I'm like, I'm never going to drink because I want to be in control because I saw. So I've never... I, um, when I was in high school, one time I tried some like wine coolers and I was like, oh, okay, it, it actually did taste good, but I knew that I have an addictive personality and I knew it. And I said, you're the girl that would become an alcoholic because you are so addictive. You know, I'm addicted to food. Um, I'm addicted to like, I have to really be, um, really mindful of those things. Cause I'm, you know, I love Diet Mountain Dew. I drink way too much of it. So I knew that I, if I drank alcohol, you guys, it would be bad. <laughs> well, I think that's good to know that about yourself. I'm like the resident drinker here. Yeah, I don't really drink either. Yeah, Kayla yeah. doesn't really drink much. Sometimes she'll send me a picture like, oh, I'm having a beer. And I'm like, oh, yeah, my one every once in a while. It's, and those are the days when my kids are really testing me. <laughs> oh well that brings us to the it. end of the currently page and you know what you guys I think that that's our show this has been like yes a dream come true for me yes, <laughs> it's amazing um, yes and I feel like that it turned into so much more than I thought it was going to just Aww. like our conversation like you're so inspirational and you're so positive and I really feel like the real like warmth from you oh I'm my good. gosh thank you I'm 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 excited to be here. Like I really am like, I'm thankful for this. I'm thankful we connected. I think we need to have a North Carolina meetup. Oh, we're having that. Do it. (laughs) (laughs) We will do it. I'll send you the dates. I'm coming out there. And I just, I just, I, I'm all about making real connections. And I, I'm appreciative to both of you girls because I feel like we connected. So thank you. Oh my goodness. So where And I'm thankful can... for your listeners too. So thank yeah. you. Oh, we are too, aren't we, Caitlin? Absolutely. Yeah. So if they want to follow you on social media, where can they find you? I've tried to keep it simple. So pretty much everything is Teresa Collins Studio, whether like my website, TeresaCollinsStudio.com, um, Facebook, Teresa Collins Studio, Instagram, same thing. If you want to follow my personal Instagram, it's Teresa Collins Weber. 
and you're more than welcome to follow, you know, to ask to follow and, you know, we can be friends. I would love that. Perfect. Um, and I, I follow you, your, your personal Instagram is very warm and very family oriented and I love it. And I appreciate you accepting my my requests. I'm so glad. Thank (laughs) Um, you. So everyone listening, if you are looking for Caitlin and you haven't found her yet, (laughs) then you can find her on Instagram as creating in chaos underscore official. And she's also on YouTube and Patreon as creating in chaos. And she has a really fun teacher Instagram called chaos in the classroom. So go check that out. And you can follow all of her ducks adventures at ducking chaos underscore official. So those are the places that you can find her on the interwebs. You can also hear her here on Mondays and Fridays on spiced chaos. And she plays around on the spice chaos Instagram, the spice, the spice chaos podcast, Instagram. That's where it is. I got it. I did it. Caitlin. Yes, you did it. Yay. <laughs> you guys can also find Leanne at Spice Plans on Instagram, Patreon, and YouTube. You can also find her playing Spice or playing Spice Horizons, playing uh, <laughs> Animal Crossing over on Spice Horizons um, occasionally when she does that. And you can also find her on this podcast every Monday and Friday on your favorite podcast platforms. And she makes all of the beautiful cards for all of our beautiful guests over on the Spice Chaos Instagram page. Yes, you did it too. I know that the plugs take like, they, they make us nervous at the end, like every time, um, <laughs> getting it all out there. Um, exactly. Well, Teresa, thank you for coming and for being with thank us. Thank you, for, thank you, thank you. Yes, and just for sharing your story. Like, I just really appreciate you being open and, um, you know, just being willing to kind of talk to us about your life and your business and everything and just sharing some things that were very inspirational. I hope that everybody um, enjoyed this episode. I know we did. Yes, we Um, sure did. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. So everyone out there in listener land, I hope that you have a wonderful, amazing week. Happy Monday from us here at Spiced Chaos. And, um, yeah, guys, we will talk to you in the next one. Bye. Okay. Bye everybody. Bye guys. Bye.